but I did not remember how much this movie whipped ass. The, oh, the it's cast so alone good. is incredible. Like Charlie Hunnam aside, because Charlie Hunnam sucks. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam is arguably the worst actor of the 2010s. Like he was a guy who made his entire career based on the fact that he was in Sons of Anarchy. And like I know he was in other stuff before that, like Green Street Hooligans, which I still say that movie whips. Just it's dumb as fuck, but it's still fun. It's fun. I'm not gonna say it's good. It's fun. Um, and also he gets beaten to death in it. So like, yep. um, spoilers for Green Street. That movie came out 20 fucking years ago. <laughs> wait until you hear about the twist in M. Yeah. W- wait until I spoil the ending for like Passion of the Christ. Um, <laughs> I, I love the idea of a dude getting really angry because someone spoiled Passion of the Christ. I thought he was going to kick out at the three count. Um, <laughs> but uh, look, like uh, Pontius Pilate hit Jesus with the one-winged angel. He couldn't kick out. Nobody kicks out from the one-winged angel, not even Christ himself. But Hey, listen, if Passion of the Christ is a very mid-movie. If you want to see a good movie about the life of Jesus Christ. Watch Chappie. Watch Jesus Christ. <laughs> Joe, like... It has robots in it, bitch. <laughs> we're not watching Chappie. Now, uh, like, Charlie Hunnam is a guy who's made his entire oh, wait, career. No, no, no. Before you go on, instead of watching uh, Passion of the Christ, watch Jesus Christ Superstar. It's, like, way better. There's significantly less Mel Gibson in it. Yeah. Um, like, Charlie Hunnam, I only know exists because of two reasons. I was the right age at the right time for Sons of Anarchy to seem cool for 15 minutes when it first started coming out. This is a show that sucks so bad that my mom likes it. And like, (laughs) I don't mean that to like slight my mom, but like, you know, the kind of show that like someone who watches daytime TV, who's almost 70 year old would enjoy. And I will say Sons of Anarchy was pretty solid for about a season and a half. But Charlie yeah, Hunnam also uh, has the worst accent on earth throughout all of it. Like he had, he got like a coach because he couldn't do an American accent before this. Um, still can't. He still can't. He can't do a British accent anymore either. He fucked him up. He fucked himself up so bad that he had to get a speech coach just to get his natural British accent back so he could do British roles again because of Sons yeah, of Anarchy. A- yeah, he's doing like Austin Butler being unable to stop talking like Elvis. Like uh, Hunnam sound like in Sons of Anarchy, at least in the first season, because do yourself a favor. And if you actually watch the show, stop at the end of season one. But he sounds like he got the shit beaten out of him with a lead pipe. And he's one of those people that just developed a spontaneous accent due to his brain dying. Charlie Hunnam suffering a head injury and then tar- being able to speak perfect Mandarin. Yeah, exactly. Chinese, it's like that. Chinese Charlie Hunnam. I mean, that is Charlie Hunnam <laughs> in this movie, kind of. But uh, so that that show sucks. Charlie Hunnam is by far the worst actor in this film because he's surrounded by Idris fucking Elba, uh, Charlie Day, who. Charlie Day playing Charlie from It's Always Sunny. But like, Charlie Day is a good fucking actor if someone actually lets mm. him be. Like, he he's not going to, like, go out there and do Shakespeare or whatever, which I would watch. No, I, I, was, I was literally about to say, I would love to see fucking, like, Charlie Day playing Othello or something. I would watch that. 
Um, and also his, like, you could also tell because, like, he is kind of sort of romantic interests um, in the film is played by Rinko Kukuchi, who is, like, mm-hmm. one of the best actresses that come out of Japan in fucking years, in my opinion. Especially yeah, when this movie came out. So everybody around Charlie Hunnam just continuously makes him look worse the whole film. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, her character suffers from a holdover of the 2000s of Asian female character syndrome where they have to give her like colored highlights in her hair and she's just like staring and like not whimpering all the time. I do think that is um, a, a problem because not, I mean, this is directed by Guillermo del Toro, who is fucking incredible, but it's very, it, but it's very obvious he wanted to make an anime. Yeah, um, and like I do, I mean that in every bad and good way because there's so many themes in this film that simply don't work if you go into it with like a normal person's mind of making a live action film. And Guillermo del Toro is like the guy that's like, nah, fuck it, we're gonna do an anime, but use people. I mean, this this whole film is about using the power of friendship to save the world. Yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> fellas, is it gay to drift with your bros? Look, Not at all. That begs us a solid question. Does drifting count as sex? Because look, you're seeing everything that per the concept of drifting is like this weird fusion mind meld thing, so you can contri- so you mm-hmm. can dance together and control a robot. Um, yeah, and you like it's explained in the film that if you drift with someone, you see everything, whether you want to yeah. or not. You know everything about that person, which means you have absolutely kind of mind fucked one another both literally and figuratively yeah which is so a problem think, because charlie's original charlie hunnam's original partner was his brother yeah <laughs> yancy i don't know if this is a me <laughs> oh, problem okay, okay, i don't okay. know if this is a me problem but whenever i hear the word the name yancy i can only think of futurama yeah 100 percent. but okay let's actually talk about the plot of this movie because we could riff on this for an hour and a half I, I this this plot is I mean it's pretty simple I guess I mean it's simple but it, again it's Del Toro so it works which is kaiju's randomly start popping up out of the sea and um attacking human settlements so they decide to effectively build evangelions to counter them <laughs> um, yeah no well no they're not avas because avas are alive and not in themselves that's true you fucking asshole suck my dick i have an evangelion tattoo i get to be the authority on that this. is not so, a yeah. flex in this situation <laughs> oh shut up i've seen your tattoos you haven't seen all of them yet <laughs> hey there's one you're getting very soon that involves a coke can. oh no <laughs> so yeah there's um kaijus are coming up through this like crack in you know the Pacific Rim. Ooh, he said the title. Um, and fucking everyone shit up. So the world governments band together and essentially build Gundams to fight yeah. them. And some of them, as we find out, are powered with nuclear reactors. Uh, Idris Elba's character uh, piloted one of these early Jaegers, as they're called, um, and has the like again anime ass fucking name his name is marshall stacker pentecost that name every time it's spoken needs to be bookended with a guitar riff also they're called jaegers because jaeger is german for hunter okay 
Um, wait, wait. This could this could also be Hunter X Hunter. Oh God! Can, it's all coming together, baby. Is there a Nen system in Pacific Rim? I don't know. I'm not watching the sequel. No, anyway. all, they all of these have to be so bad. Also, I forgot fucking Ron Perlman was in this movie. Oh, we'll get to Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Chow. <laughs> we're, we're wearing golden fucking wing-tipped boots. Ron Perlman serving so much cunt in this movie. Like, chewing scenery. But yeah, so the kaiju, they build uh, these Jaegers to fight them. And they en- encounter a problem that essentially they can't be piloted by one person. The neural load required to uh pilot them by one person is lethal so you can't do do no neural nut november it'll kill you yeah so essentially what they have to do is they have to have two pilots that share the neural load i'm gonna have to say neural load so much during this episode uh so and they sink their minds so you're living in another person's mind and they can like coordinate essentially they're doing barishnikov shit um, Only sometimes, um, though, which is like, there's so many plot holes in this because, again, you have to have anime brain going into this, but it works because you have them dance fighting uh, kaiju's, and they're supposed to be everything is supposed to be in sync because, like, in order to drift together, as they call, it, like you, you have to be perfectly synchronized in all things, but only when it works for the plot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, at the very start, uh, then Hunnam, uh, who's character is Raleigh uh, Beckett and his brother Yancey Beckett. Both of them have like they're, I think they're supposed to be from the Pacific Northwest, but they have like a weirdly Boston accent, so it's like it's Because that's what all if- Charlie Hunnam could possibly muster. <laughs> it's like, what if you got mean shocks to pilot a Gundam? I like, that's a Neo-Ireland Gundam. <laughs> it's Guinness Gundam. 